now, our feature presentation. Welcome to another episode of the Florida Sound Archive podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Kaiser. And for today's interview, I've got a trio on. You might know Alex, Red, and Louie. They are from Miami, Florida, <laughs> and they are head foam. Hey, guys, how are you? Chilling. Hello. What's up, man? How goes it? Yeah. <laughs> it's going good. It's good to have you on. And I think back... Red, the last time you were here, you are now a two-time podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were on with Baker for a Voitech episode. That was fun. Yeah, yeah it was good. <laughs> so here you are with Headfoam, and it's great to have you all on. So let's get started and talk about the early beginnings of the band. How'd you all meet and talk about the early beginnings of Headfoam? I, you can attribute uh, that to like North Trail at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we... um. Well, we well, me and uh, Louie, we used to skate at this local skate park called North Trail all day. And um, well, they were they were like friends. <laughs> they were friends in high school. And so when we not all anymore. met, we were not yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What high school did you all go to? Uh, we went to Coral Park. Key Speeds. Yeah. Well, yeah. I dropped out when I was uh, 16 because Florida but I was still hanging. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, I would just hang around the skate park, you know, when I had time when I wasn't working and I met them. So, yeah. Did you all skate at that time or did you go there to kind of hang out or what was that? A little of both. They skate. I just suck. <laughs> he still skated. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they spent a lot of time skating. I spent a lot of time eating shit. <laughs> well, uh, it's good that you didn't really hurt yourself bad so uh, <laughs> yeah. so how did you how did you know you wanted to play music together um well Dude, i don't was, i think it was like super like yeah. circumstance where it was like louis was like uh because at the time i think they were in different bands and then it was somebody else who was like i just got a drum set and alex like i wanted alex was like i want to play guitar in a band and i was like i just bought a bass ah. <laughs> yeah and like we just we all kind of just started jamming and at the time um Louis wasn't the drummer, our first drummer. Yeah, yeah. Our, um, Freddy. our friend Freddie was actually the drummer. Yeah. And then eventually um, he couldn't really dr um, play drums with us anymore. And then Louis was just like, hey, you know, like I'm always at practice anyways. I so. think he, I think we literally rehearsed once like an hour before a show. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Like a backyard show. And Louis was like, I see the set all the time. I got it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we sat down, we jammed the set once and we're like, all right, let's write out. Yeah. And this guy, this <laughs> that's guy actually is, the show that I had yeah. met Baker at. Oh yeah. What? Like that we had, that we made like, like friends, like for real. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh he was talking up the house. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh I remember that. Show. Yeah. Fucking Edward, dude. I remember Liam throwing your bass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I need to, he was throwing it at this. That was a, yeah, that was a show that, yeah, like, Baker, yeah, of course. Like, Baker was in another band called Jackie Donato, which was super, super sick. And it was, like, a huge Halloween bash. Yeah. Um, sure. And then, like, 
his buddy, uh, the the like, other bassist at the time, like oh, borrowed my bass, and he was just going crazy on stage with like the power violence shit, and threw it across the stage. And no, 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 I it was a whole thing. It was that, a whole thing. He was throwing it at this ah, kid. Fuck it, I want one too. He was throwing it at this kid called what the fuck did it? Ryuk, right? Yeah, he Ryuk. threw it. And he was chasing him, and then he goes behind the train. He just fucking sends it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's not cool. I'm on your face. Yeah, yeah that was like the fuck. thing. Like we we don't even own his bass. <laughs> So, but like, it's like we all collectively like felt some type of when he threw his base. We're like, dude, that's not like, dude. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did it hit somebody in the face or something? No, I don't think it hit anybody, but there's a nice gouge right in like the middle of it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it hit the drum kit at one point. I remember I that. think that's what oh, caused it. Yeah. 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 You mentioned that Alex and Louie, you came from other bands. What other bands did you play with in Florida? Um, well, technically, I think like he was in a band with our first drummer. No. Well, technically, yeah, technically, yeah, Foxfire's dude yeah. exists. Oh wow! Yeah, like they were <laughs> yeah. in a band with yeah. a drummer. Yeah. And yeah. then I was in like uh, yeah. in a band with like an old friend of mine. We we're always just like making bands with other people, but it wasn't anything serious. Yeah, that was like so. pre. That was like raymond house show era yeah like yeah. yeah oh and yeah we me and louis were actually in another band mm. with other friends yeah we we're in terramar That's yeah terramar and like i played bass and louis played um drums, drums and guitars so, like we would switch off very and uh shit there. yeah it's what it was mostly like uh me and louis were like the only two that were a little bit more progressive and and like, uh, you know, knowing how to play our instruments than our other friends. So like mm-hmm. we kind of just managed with what they could do. So, you know, I could compliment. Everybody got good at the end. Everybody. Yeah. Was in that band. Everyone. Just, Everybody that was in that band got really good. Yeah. yeah. They ended up forming Dupooch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dupooch. They ended up splitting. And then, yeah. oh, and Dupooch was Sasha from Voitech. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't in the last interview, but yeah. Yeah. So the fact that you all kind of play a lot of different instruments, how how beneficial is that to your band when perhaps you're looking for a different sound and you all can kind of chip in and play a different instrument? It definitely makes it easier for getting points across to each other, for sure. Yeah. We all kind of know the instrument that like each other plays. So we can all kind of like, oh, like we like I have this idea and it's like, okay, well, how do we make it happen? And we can all kind of help each other out and like find the sound that we're all looking for. We're just kind of like switching places and shit. Yeah. Usually like we we can all basically we're in a way multi-instrumentalist. But if I have to give credit to anyone, it's a Louis. Louis is like (laughs) Louis can play any instrument really well. And uh, I think like we just kind of feed off each other that way. We learn by looking at each other. Mm. You know, we're kind of fast learners and you know, like, it, for example, if I make a, you know, if I make a riff and I have a certain idea for the drums, I can kind of tell yeah. Louie and like, you know, he can, you yeah. know, he can adapt to it and vice versa. When he makes a drum beat, I can adapt to it. Yeah. You know, it's just feeding off each other. And Louie, Louie, where'd you learn how to play a lot of the instruments that you know how to play? Um, fucking by ear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. By ear, ultimate guitar. And then yeah. ultimate no. guitar. Uh, drums, I always sucked at them until I started playing a headphone. And then you, I got more practice and stuff. But like guitar, I would try to learn by myself. Yeah. And then obviously I feeds into bass and shit like that. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat with him. Like I learned by ear and by just looking up tabs. Uh, I think just, that's pretty much the whole tip that we were all on. Yeah. None of us got a lot of time, like uh, just very like self practical training. Yeah. Yeah. Just I think I spent like a couple I me, I spent a couple months in like a um in in like a guitar lesson thing, and that was in two thousand eight or something like that. And then two thousand eight happened, so we couldn't do guitar lessons anymore. <laughs> 
And I had to fucking figure it out from there. I learned how to play a G chord and then, and La Bamba. And then I figured the rest of it out myself. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good place to start though. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, the music of headphone, I don't have to tell you, you know, this, the music of headphone is very fast and uh, there has to be influences that helped you kind of craft that sound. So who are some of those bands that influence headphone? But we're yeah. wearing them right yeah, now. Yeah, right now, actually. This Black is a, flag, no, bad brains. Literally, literally. This is pretty much the blueprint. <laughs> I didn't even think about no, that. Not even, not even, we didn't even schedule this either. Dude, so. no, yeah. This is pretty much the blueprint for the sound. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, because like Black Flag, like we were all into Black Flag at the same time. And then Alex yeah. put, I, I think they were already into Black Bad Brains, but yeah. he put me on a Bad Brains. And like, of course, we all fucking love Sabbath. So it's like, yeah, it's so slow like, and then yeah. super fast. And yeah. Then, yeah, we just, <laughs> We were always kind of just like technically headphone was a jam band where we would just get together, play the songs that we liked. And we'd go from fucking around playing jazz mm-hmm. and then fucking around and playing some doomy riff and then fucking around and playing some fast punk. And we we're just like, hey, let's like just make something that sounds good with everything we got. And that's mostly how all our songs came together. Yeah. There was a show I was watching some of the footage of at the American Legion in Tampa. Ah. And there was one point in which you start like playing like a blues riff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so talk, talk about that. Is there, is there, is there any blues influence to your oh, band yeah. as well? Definitely. For sure. We, we all definitely, I, I feel like it, that, like I can speak for all of us when it's like, we all like pretty much the generic, we love everything kind yeah. of people. Yeah, but it's like it is really like I can go under my record collection or his record collection or his record collection and pull out like a bomb ass jazz album and a sick ass power violence album and a sick ass blues album and like some country shit. Like, yeah, it's it's definitely an all over the place kind of thing. At least for me, the thing that got me into blues was just um, uh, when I was a kid. I Well, I still watch a bunch of movies, but. My dad would always love watching Back to the Future and that scene that uh, when oh. Marty McFly is playing, you know, Johnny Be Good. Like, that, I always liked how, like, you know, how he was just like hey, saying, Charlie, it. it's your yeah. cousin Marvin. Marvin Berry. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, like seeing that song and then, you know, getting into Chuck Berry, Lead Belly. Yeah. Uh, who else? Um, Otis Redding, Jimi Hendrix, you know. Classic. stuff like that like just old like you know a bunch of stuff that the british appreciated back then and then like the u.s was just like oh we take it for granted you know i feel like media has a lot to do with what's inspired us as a band too because for me like i can look back and be like what got me into like punk rock and it's like dude the tony hawk uh oh yeah the tony hawk oh, american shit. wasteland soundtrack and the skate 3 soundtrack dude, holy definitely. shit definitely. you're like the second person i heard that dude yeah. it's good music it's it all is. good it really it's is. all bangers i really like the tony hawk Pro Skater Underground. Oh, two, two yeah, for two. like Nintendo sixty four. Mm-hmm. That was like my thing. Was that on Game Boy too? No, I'm not sure. No. But I know a, it was on N sixty. That might have been like a silly remake of it or something like that. That was like all crushed for it. Probably, yeah. probably. Was most of those bands that were on the Tony Hawk Pro Skater mostly like punk? Um, solid mix, mix. Yeah. yeah. Lots of like post punk, lots of like rock and roll. Like for me, like I remember like listening to the Misfits for the first time because of it, like Teenagers from Mars. Mm. So like a little bit of like the kind of punky stuff. I also remember like um, there was some more hardcore punk stuff on there. Like uh, like I like dirt. I like Marty. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that shit's a classic. What That's like fuck? another one that me and Louie like connected yeah. with. It was like Bad Brains, Misfits, Black Flag. Minor, well, we all did. Minor but, Threat. You know, minor Threat. Threat. That was yeah. one. That shit right there. Anything like, loud, uh, fast, and fun on Suicidal yeah. Tendencies. Yeah, Crow Mags. Crow Mags. You know. Suicidal yeah. Tendencies was also on the uh, yeah. Plenty Hot Pro Skater. It was a, you know, it was a bunch of. Oh, and the GTA guys. Channel X. Fuck. Oh yeah, of course. Keith Morris being a fucking the host. DJ for the for the it's GTA amazing, Punk yeah. Channel. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, dude. And there's definitely a thrash influence. It sounds like too. So you mentioned like, oh, yeah, we yeah. fucking love Slayer. Fucking Slayer for sure. Yeah. Yeah, funny thing, we all actually have well, it's not Slayer, but we all have Black Flag tattoos. We have a trinity of Black Flag <laughs> yeah, tattoos. For real. For real. Like um. Yeah. Um, is it all the bars or is it something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have the yeah. bars here. He has okay. it on his, right there. Okay. He has it on his leg. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, you know, I thought you were pulling something else. Hey. <laughs> I got word. I got a bar right here. <laughs> that, was a close, that was a close call, but. Uh, oh, the audio only podcast now. <laughs> it's a family show. Family show. Like, so, uh, it's a family show. <laughs> yeah. Pull out the third leg. So we're meant, we're talking about a lot of these bands, right? That are some of the greats of the genre. So what do you remember about your first Florida show? What were some of the Florida bands you remember going to see for the first time? This answer might be different for each of you. Oh, uh, well, no, I think it's actually probably really similar because we all started going to post shows and that was it. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I like, mean, I did see a couple of shows before that, yeah. but um, I definitely didn't feel a sense of community till we started mm-hmm. going. Like when I met them, there were more shows happening. There was at like the, uh, at the time, everybody wanted to be everybody. Like when we were getting into shows, everybody in our circle wanted to be like the next Surf Curse. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. Like in in like at the time, there was just a bunch of people trying to be like Surf Rocky, yeah, type Surf of, Rock, like, India. It's all good. It's all good. A lot yeah. of our friends really made it like work. Yeah, but yeah, yeah not that wasn't yeah. They for me, like it was when I first out. saw uh, when we went to when we saw that show at um, Raymond's house um, and I saw Baker's old band, uh, Super Saiyan Tupac. Oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, we, me and Louie, you can that do show. that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, you can just do that. You can just get on stage for 15 minutes and play yeah. as loud, fast and annoying as possible. Yeah. And I don't know. If you've, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen Baker live like from Wojtek, but dude, like if you thought he sounded loud now, like he was always loud before. Like, I, I think one of the things that like I heard from that show when we played with them was that some dude was like, dude, like that drumming sounded like bullets. Yeah. Dude, being like, oh, yeah. Fucking, Freddy, Freddy yeah. That. yeah, that was Freddie. Okay, like, yeah. And it was like, it was crazy. And me and Louie actually played that show. Yeah, we played. And um, it was cool because we were playing a bunch of like, okay, originals. And then at one point, like, uh, our, like I guess the drummer for most of the original songs, he was like, "Yo, like, Louis, get on drums. Alex, get on guitar." And then he started singing, and then like we covered "Nervous Breakdown" by Black Flag. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. and when we when we like that's like when me and Louis connected, we were like, "Wow!" Like there was a force to be reckoned with, and like the whole house just started flying. Yeah, everywhere dude, with everyone people. went crazy. Like, everyone went crazy for that. that song, and it, that's like that's like a special moment for me. It was like, damn, like. That was cool to see, like, just that energy. What were some of the places you would go uh, to see some of those shows? Most of them were, like, house shows. There was this one Mm -hmm. called the Black Sheep House. It was pretty cool. You would walk in. There'd be, like, N64. Like, uh, (laughs) there'd be, like, two fucking TVs with, like, an 
N64 console and they would play. And then in the kitchen, you would have bands. I remember one band was in Oculus. Dude, in Oculus. Yeah. Wow. That was another one of my first shows that I got to go to. Yeah. The last, I think it was the last in Oculus show ever. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not oh, sure. No, no. It was like one of the last ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the last ones. And then we also would go to Churchill's. There would be a lot of open Sneaking mics. into the back door at the church. Yeah. <laughs> Churchill's. Yeah. There was this thing where like there was always a side door for bands. The, the loaded door. And we just wait for one of the bands to pop one of the doors open. We're like, hey, we're going to go in. And the bands would be like, yeah, yeah we'd help them out. And <laughs> yeah. we'd, we'd help them with their equipment. And then we pretend to go inside. And then we just stay in the back. <laughs> and like, guys, make sure you have everything you need because we can't go back in. <laughs> yeah. What was that like for you, considering that throughout the years, there's been a lot of places that have come and gone in oh, South gosh. Florida to see shows. However, Churchill's at the time, yeah. they, they, they were the one that had was still standing after all yeah, that time. Yeah. So what was that like for your band to play such a historical venue and such a, a, a club, classic venue like Churchill. Yeah. What was that like for, for headphones? It was really great. I honestly. remember being so unbelievably stoked and yeah. for like the most whatever show ever, like not even that good of a show for us when we first started out, it was such a yeah. whatever show. Um, like, but I remember just like the idea of like, dude, it's Churchill yeah. on the main stage. Yeah. For like that, five that was people, like the thing. for like, like five people to show kinda, up. We kind of progressed into that. Like it was like we would start off playing like we, we would play the main stage at some point when we were had our other drummer. And then eventually when Louis came in, the sound was able to, you know, amplify because yeah. we could all keep up with each other in a fast pace. And then eventually we would play like the floor stage. And then eventually we were able to get to the stage on a yeah. Saturday or Friday. And, and those shows were killer. Those shows were amazing. Man. I remember, I remember like, uh, like, I remember when we played black market and we like, like, it was like a huge thing. Like, mm-hmm. like that was crazy. I couldn't believe that. And then we got paid like, 300 bucks and i was like i can yeah, make money i can i can be i can do this and make money yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is that was that some of the best turnouts you've seen was that the churchill shows um no it was no. The, the end of churchill's was like the start of our like yeah. big turnouts yes yeah loser lounge was a sick. loser lounge loser was lounge was another one loser lounge was just shows that we would play because we loved loser lounge yeah though. like yeah. We, we would show up sometimes and it would be like the band sitting in the audience and it was still the best night ever yeah, yeah it was literally just a sense of community a sense of just you know having a connection with yeah, everyone recipes like, Wyatt, real shit. Mm-hmm. yeah and you know um the owner of loser lounge uh why he was like just the coolest that guy was, ever he was the, the craziest guy too like, he was the guy that i think uh, i think speaking on like the turnout thing like why it was the reason that we started like why it felt like we started to gain more traction because like those loser lounge shows really really popped off um, when it was packed, it was packed. He was always there, like kind of pushing us to do better and do more. Um, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Even though Lose Lunch was a small venue, it felt like the biggest shows ever. <laughs> Rest in peace, Wyatt. Real shit. Yeah, he Rest unfortunately passed away. Then we hope he's in Valhalla. You know, <laughs> where all the where all the warriors are. You know. Yeah. That was fucking man. Yeah. What What was it like playing up in Tampa? Oh man. Tampa. Was it was it the Legion Hall that we played recently or like last 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 year? Last year. I think that was when we were last year. Yeah. Yeah. That was good actually. That was really fun. Yeah, that was fun until at one point, like Oh yeah, the fucking the bouncer started getting for like pretty pretty fresh. He started getting pissed at Louis because Louis didn't have his 
like ID or wallet on him. Fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. And, and we were just like, and at one point, like he was just getting very. Yeah. Louis, like more, Louis, you know, he got like more than complied and was like, all right, like, I'm not going to bring any beer and I'm not going to drink any beer. And the guy just like would not lay yeah. off of him. Yeah. So I drank it outside and then he tried to. Not yeah, it got to the point where I had to confront and be like, hey, dude, like, <laughs> like, we're not we're, we're not doing not, anything anymore. We're leaving. Like, we're leaving. We're, we're more than understanding of what you're saying. Like, please, like, leave us alone. leave us alone. We're going to leave. We're loading out like chill. And then I think when I when I told him that he kind of got a little bit like, you know, like a bad face about it. But I didn't care. Like, you know. But Tampa itself, the show itself was good. Yeah, it, it was a good show. It's, yeah. yeah, the people that were there, like, um, it was a it was a weeknight show, so like the 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 crowd wasn't like super super thick. But the people that showed out were really 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 into what like what was happening that night, and that felt good. Yeah, our friend Momo, yeah. who was who was in that band that we met. He's who hosted us. Uh, yeah, he he was in Dupooch. Now he's in he, Super Bitch. Yeah, he made Shout his out. his other band called Super Bitch. Yeah, and they're fucking sick. They're really they're really, really amazing super noisy like noisy rocky type of punky stuff it's really good yeah it's like when i heard him play i was like wow dude you have some fucking dope ass riffs <laughs> yeah it's fun how often do you play shows in other parts of florida with some of the bands from miami um man only really on tour we've gone on like three tours now at this point like one weekend and then two longer ones um we try to get out of uh get out of miami for shows a little more often now just because like it, it, like you said there's a lot of a lot of places that have shut down um there's not a lot of homes for for more kind of like alternative or like extreme stuff just, I, the goal right now i feel like is just to get get out of miami and kind of explore more scenes and stuff like that yeah just really like you know just branch out because um eventually you know like i love home you know, you got to spread your wings. Go five till I die. Always. <laughs> Always. You all made it up to Jacksonville, too. What was it like playing up there? Jax was good. Jax was, yeah, Jax was, Jax was good. It's a, it's a, we played at Rain Dogs. It's a fun spot. They treated yeah. us very nicely. Uh, Cody from Black Voltage uh, booking is like the man. He's super sweet. Took really, really good care of us. Yeah. At one point, they booked uh, Ignorantes. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're like this fucking sick, like they're Ch- Chilean, right? A Chilean man. Or no, I'm saying that wrong. Chilean. Chilean. Chileano Chilean. Man. Chilean. I don't know. <laughs> they're from Chile. Um, and they're sick. They're like very like raw to the core, just fucking punk you know oh, yes yeah, like super sick and like you know we went to go see them and they played and one of the things that we respected about them is that they were playing with just some whatever ass band and they were like yeah it's an opportunity to come down here so yeah. we played and it was sick dude like it was so wholesome because there was like not a lot of people there but they still gave it yeah I saw but the it was still was like 150 percent of like it was awesome it was a great fucking show um but no rain dogs is uh it's like a hit or miss with that place, but yeah. when it when it hits, it hits really good. Yeah. 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 What other parts of Florida besides the places we've already talked about has headphone played? Orlando. Orlando. Orlando yeah, yeah, that was one of the first like out of town shows we ever played, right? Yeah. yeah. For a for a fest, that was an amazing show. Actually, yeah. that was um back when uh Fernie was still in um Dog Night Terror. Uh, no, 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 no nightmare, nightmare, the nightmare. The nightmare. Yeah. yeah. What um, fest was that? Um, it was like a freak shop or something. Yeah, I think freak shop. I think it was freak called. Shop it was like a one day, like, uh, like a like a shop. What is it? Like a like a. What's it the was, word for it? 
It's like a little. Where everybody sells things. A zine together. fest. It was, kind of, it was kind of like a zine fest. Like a flea. It was yeah. a flea. It was a flea. Yeah. It was a flea, yeah. It was a flea fest. No, a yeah, flea, a flea market. A flea market. Um, fest. But yeah, yeah, that was a great <laughs> show. That was one of. That was also early on for for Louis being in the band too. I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that show was awesome. Like that was back when uh when like uh, before like the before a lot of the punks from like uh, South Florida like kind of shifted all the way up to Philly. Um, so it was a real tight knit scene and everybody there like really, really dug the music. The whole move room was like moving. Like we yeah. were just, we were just like three random jerks from Miami that have never played outside of Miami that pulled up and the room was like wall to wall. It was really sick. Yeah. Yeah. And it was funny cause like all the punks from Miami moved to Orlando and then all the punks from Orlando moved, moved to New York. <laughs> so like, we like were able to get that little bit of like that crowd before they like left to New York. And uh, it was great because at one point we were playing our last song, it was electric crack pipe. And I just remember like when that break breakdown, when the breakdown, dude, yeah. Everyone just went crazy. The energy was like electric. Like you could see people dancing. Yeah. Yeah, You could see people dancing to our songs and it was just like stuff like that is like why we like doing that stuff. You know, isn't that the song that kind of almost has like this, Almost like this slow, like groove yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah that's yes, a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Thank you. That one's really, thank you, man. Yeah, that seems to be the, the real popular song. It's really, I, I get it. It's really fun. It's like, it's, uh, what do you call it? I think it's really cool um, that that's the song that kind of took off because it's like, we're playing, we were playing with like a lot of like fast, like tip, like your, your typical, just like straight, fast, hardcore punk bands and stuff like that. So to see that people are like willing to kind of give, like in that scene, give that a chance of like the more kind of like doomy, like sound and still like rock with it hard as fuck is it feels good. It feels good. Yeah. It tells me we're doing something right. <laughs> I mean, I like the fast stuff, but I, you know, as you get older, you kind of like some of the, you know, the a little bit of- <laughs> yeah, you know, I could you know, just sit, I sit back and relax and I'm not like, I don't, I don't have like a headache and you know, after I'm done. Definitely, yeah. I definitely think there needs to be a balance. For like sure. you could do both. Which is like what we try to do, you know, it yeah. works out somewhere or another. But extremes of both. So it's like either yeah. stupid slow or stupid fast. Yeah. No in between. <laughs> I think God yeah. says some shit about that. Like heavier, like faster doesn't mean heavier. Yeah. Heavier doesn't mean faster. Like sometimes the heaviest yeah. you can get is like just really slow. Just like right. letting, it's in the it's riff. Like it's in, in the, the riff. It's in the it's in how heavy the riff is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Right. And I know you're wearing a bad brain shirt. You think about a song like the big takeover, which is like a oh, yeah. Yeah. like a slow build. And yeah. then, but then once it takes off, that's it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. yeah. Once you hear those toms, that's right. That time signature is like it's like storytelling. It's awesome. You know, like I think we have a song like that. I think it's Toss Thick is one of the new ones. Oh yeah, yeah coming off, off the new album. It yeah. starts off real slow and then it just like it's like a roller coaster and it's like it picks up, you know, when you kind of go yeah. up and then like and it's like a stranglehold for like yeah. the whole middle section yeah, of the yeah. song and then yeah. like and then yeah. it releases back into yeah. a little bit of a slow bit and then another you know a little little whip with the end, which yeah. is fast. Yeah, nice. Nice. And I definitely want to talk about the new stuff you have going on. For a, for a moment, let's talk about the first album that yeah. headphone did okay. uh it was released on cassette there's what there's uh 11 songs on that one yes yeah. there is so talk about the making of that record i think that was the first time anybody any of us had ever been like in a studio for real yeah, yeah like that we, was yeah that was like the cool thing about it is that um when we we got asked 
to come check out a studio yeah, by, by John Nunez from Torch. Yeah. And, uh, and Shitstorm. And, you know, I guess he I at one point, like, I think he told us that his drummer, Rick, you know, he saw us live and was like, yo, you should record these guys. Yeah. And then we said, OK, we'll check out the studio. And we, we just were, we were all really worried, I think, because we had tried on several occasions to record the band like in a proper way. Yeah. Um, Like home studios and uh, like, you know, you all, know nothing yeah. but love to the people that tried yeah. to track us before. But like it, it was always kind of uncomfortable because we're not really we're not really good in like, I guess like a professional setting. Yeah. Um, but like going into sound artillery to record that studio felt really comfortable. He's got that place set up. Like it's a crash pad. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, like it's super nice. It's super comfortable. He's really, really willing to work with us. Um, it doesn't feel like he's trying to like strapless for, for the money that he's yeah, getting. Like it's not like some producer recording engineer just trying just, to make money. He's like, yeah. Oh yeah. He's just like, Oh yeah. Pay me. And I'll just fucking put a compressor I'll press record. <laughs> I'll press record, put the compressor at whatever I like. And you know, it's going to be what it is. It's like, no, like he, he very much understands like the creative yeah. process of like more alternative sounds. Yeah. He's a very sure. like, he's a musician himself. He, he, records, he's into heavy music. Yeah. You know, he's recorded a bunch of bands through the years. He's, and, in, he's in like prolific, like heavy bands. Yeah, and, and he's even told us like, I'm not trying to change your sound. I'm just trying to amplify it. Yeah. And that's what we wanted. Yeah, and, I, and that's and I what love, he delivered, you know? He also he also does something that I really like, which is like um kind of like if there's a if there's a part of the song that can be kind of like nudged or something like that that needs to be just like slightly changed so that the flow is better. Yeah. Usually I, I've never I've never heard John give a suggestion for like change because he very rarely does, but uh, when he does suggest something, I've never heard him suggest changing a part of the song. And I'm like, ew, what the fuck? Like it's almost yeah. always like, whoa. I think that yeah, happened. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That happened with like two headed gin where like Yeah, the, we we flipped the solo. We flipped the solo like yeah. instead of instead of going into the solo with like a low a, a low and slow kind yeah. of like heavy part. Well, it was like a low lead that I started with. And then he was like, yo, why don't you switch it so you so, can hear it better? Yeah, you come in kind of searing hot with yeah. one like noodly noodly. So it was and like, then like at yeah. the end, it's like a kind of like nice, like kind of. Yeah, it all kind of just came. And it's just stuff like that. Like him just having the experience he has and just trying to just help us compliment ourselves rather than just make us into something that he thinks is what the standard is. He's like, yeah. He's just a very talented person, and I think he she should get as much recognition as yeah. as that studio. That studio should be booked yeah. out twenty four seven. Exactly, <laughs> that guy is an amazing person. It's a good sounding record, no doubt about it. And uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Two headed gin. You brought that up. That's probably another one of my favorite tracks off of that album. Talk about that song for a minute, and uh, what's that song about? Well, that song was basically just I, I, I like I'm always reading into history stuff. And I guess I just started I started reading up about, you know, genies and stuff like that. And I was like, well, you know, I read about gin and gins were kind of just these in a way they weren't like demons or angels. They were kind of like they were anti heroes and, you know, they kind of just did whatever they wanted. But I guess I just started. I like the idea of like a demon genie. So and I just decided to give him two heads and the hey whole, yo. so yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> two heads, hey two heads, baby. Shut up. Best of both worlds. Have you ever seen the horror movie Wishmaster? Yeah. No, I've okay. never seen that one. Wait, that's wait. about it. That's about an evil gin. You need to check out that movie. Okay. I yeah. gotta check it out. But yeah, like the concept of the song is just literally a genie trying to break out of his lamp by poisoning his master. 
And that's basically what the song's about. And uh, yeah, that song just was just inspired by a lot of just doom, a lot of um, like Ty Siegel. Like uh, I think we all kind of very like hard a, rock type of you know. I think we all went through like a doom phase of that period too. Like yeah. we all like all of a sudden all of us kind of simultaneously got into like I hate God and listening to the Sabbath records again. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely probably had something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of like Bongzilla, a bunch of those guys, Weird. Electric Wizard, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> yeah. You know. I hate God though for sure. For sure. I hate yeah. God. Yeah. There's a funny story yeah. with me and Louie and the I hate God guy, like the singer. I forget his name. Oh, Mike. Mike, yeah. Um at one point we went to go see them at Gramps in uh, uh was me, Bobby. That was sick. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, at Gramps. I was and gonna... me and Louie walked acid. up to go Bridget. get merch. <laughs> yeah, and he was on acid. We were both on acid. <laughs> oh, and they were playing with the obsessed. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the they obsessed. Were sick. That was and Shroud Eater. And Shroud, and Shroud Eater, Eater yeah. Oh yeah. shit, I didn't even remember that. Shroud Eater opened for them. Yeah. And yeah. at one God, point damn. we're like telling this dude I like the other day. Cool. We're like telling this dude, like, yo, it's so sick. It's so sick that you guys are like playing. And we were just, you know, just appreciating him. And at one point, like, I guess he just kind of said, like, the weirdest thing. He was like, he he told one of his friends, like, hey, don't trust these guys. They, they probably steal your stuff. And then I just kind of looked at him and I'm like, nah, we won't steal your stuff, but we'll smoke all your weed. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and then he just kind of looked at me confused. I guess he wasn't expecting me to say something like that. And he kind of just shrugged okay. off a laugh. And I, it was like that guy's kind of funny though. He's so yeah, yeah. he like like in moments and like I don't even know him personally, but like every time I've had any sort of like mild interaction because I've seen him like three times now, like it's always like something goofy. Like at that same show, we're waiting in line for the bathroom. Oh, um, and yeah, again, yeah. like we're we're Louie and I are tripping, yeah. but like was, I'm sitting in line for the bathroom. It's a long ass line because the pack show at Gramps, and like. I see somebody open the door to get in and kind of walk past the line. And he goes, Oh shit. And he looks around and I look at him and it's the vocalist for, yeah. Hey God. And again, like it, for me, I'm already like in a different state, but I see him and I'm like, <laughs> and he goes, yeah. <laughs> and then he, and he disappears. And then he fucking disappears. He ran out like, 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 like if it was a cartoon, like he would have left the door and a little like smoke cloud would have like fell up behind like him. Like a road runner. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking the fucking sound. <laughs> yeah, but the circle around. Yeah, we just that's how that song is made from our influences from bands like that. Yeah. At least we could play with I Hate God. They said some shit like in the same breath. They were like, we we're looking for a band to do after the whole slow, slow shit. We we're looking for a band. We want. They wanted to be a band that mixed Black Sabbath and Black Flag together. That's all. And I'm like, isn't that fucking headphone? Like, <laughs> whatever. Like, if we have that slow, and then we also have the fast, and we got the energy. So it's like, if they, if y'all be seeing us, you already know. Hit yeah. us up. Yeah. We would One day. Love to play with I Hate God. When come through. And I wanted to ask, when you're playing some of these shows, right? Different places, different crowds, what have you. When the show is over, what do people typically say to you? Do they have any comparisons that they shared with you that makes them think of? I've gotten so many weird ones. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of like, like some people like, so when we first started, we were playing a lot of mixed shows. So like a lot of the people weren't really into like heavier stuff, but like somebody told me that we sounded like disturbed once. (laughs) Oh, Oh, fuck that. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Where'd they draw that? That's what I'm saying. Uh, but like as it went on it definitely got like it definitely got more and more concise like i've heard people use the black flag black sabbath comparison like to me and i'm like no way that's what i say (laughs) but 
There was one that was like, this is like the weirdest rush show ever. No, that was the day. No, that was the day that yo, God rest. That was the day that Neil Pert died. Oh, oh yeah. No. Oh, it, so that guy was being a yeah, real yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who what he does, but I think he like Reaper Mancer. Have you ever heard of Reaper Mancer? Mm. If you look at the video hungover, whatever the fuck, that's a dude like that's hanging himself from the door. Yeah. He also lives with them, so it's like I know him. I fucking figured it out. It was him. But he was like, yeah, this is the weirdest Rush tribute band ever. It's like, oh, fuck. Was it Bishma? It wasn't Bishma. No, no, it, it was a, was it it was a bald guy. Bald guy. Oh, I know you're talking about. He's right? cool. Yeah, he is. Cool. Oh, yeah. you're talking about Mahoney. No, no, no. Mahoney. Mahoney. No, no, different guy. Different no. guy. Oh, okay. Have you all considered doing a video? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we're actually we, working on. Yeah, that we, right we now. throw we we throw the idea around. We have a lot of ideas and just not a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <laughs> we also all work a lot to try to fucking survive. So yeah. it's you know we try to fit time yeah, to do everything. Cool. We take videos of us doing work, <laughs> just, just, just working, just yeah. working, and then I don't know. make like a stupid fast song and just have really mundane footage of us, like, right, just just bringing just things. There you up. go. Like show or some shit, and then we play a fucking. Okay. I don't fuck. Yeah. At the end, we just throw ourselves inside a lake, and then yeah. that's the, that's it. That's how we go. <laughs> that's, that's how, that's how we die. Do. Especially if the song is only a minute and eighteen seconds, you're not going to yeah, need yeah. a lot. It's of long music. enough, but okay, I don't know where you're trying to go with that. But that's a time. I, I think it's more than enough time. I think it's. More I think than it's enough. too much. It's realistic, honestly. That <laughs> after a songs, you can go to the mirror and just kind of flex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah man. No, there you go. we do have a lot. That that first album definitely has a lot of short songs on it. Yeah, I I, I, I love looking at that because like eleven songs. You tell anybody, yeah, you put out an eleven song album. It's like, whoa, that's crazy. But it's a it's a twenty two minute album. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy yeah. with it. Me too. What other song off of the first record is also one of your most fun to play out live? I love playing lightweight. I like lightweight. Mother lightweight, Mother Mom. Lightweight. Lightweight. You can never go wrong with In the Pit. Yeah. No. In the Pit is like that one song that, like, when we play it, everyone just sings it with us. It's, yeah, I love that. I love that uh, we're, we were able to get away with a group, like a goofy kind of like group chant. Yeah. No, that's cool. Like, I'm never going to forget the first time I saw a video, like, from a th- like from outside the show or something. Like, somebody took a video of the show. Um, and this was back when Space Mountain was there. We were played at Space Mountain. Yeah. And the fr- that was the yeah. first time I ever heard a video. Where it goes in the pit, and you can hear like the sound of like I don't know, like 20, 30 kids, whatever. Yeah. But still, like more than one person saying it. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> you yeah, can- it's kind of surreal. Yeah. <laughs> that show had that energy for real. Yeah, I also love playing. I, I think love- that was the first show you ever played, actually. No, no, no I, that I was the second one. Second, back okay. of the road. Yeah. Back of the road. That one was also another one that was oh. funny. That one was a funny, stupid one. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I also <laughs> like playing uh, it's the electric crack pipe. Everybody likes the electric crack pipe. I like playing that one because it's also fun to hear. People seem to know the words to that one too, which yeah. is crazy because that's a lot of words. To like know. I'll like start, <laughs> I'll get ready to sing, and then I just hear a whole crowd already sing, got and it. And I'm thunder. like, all right, you, you guys got it, and then I'm just like, go for it. With a song like in the pit, do you feel that's like a a call for people to really get in if they were kind of hanging out in the back that they come forward or does that not make any difference? It's kind of the idea. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, don't be afraid to let loose. But at the same time, it's kind of like just saying how like, there's like, there's a good thing to do. Yeah. It's a good thing to do, but there's also, there's, there's a good side to moshing and a bad side to moshing. And it's like some people, they kind of just say, fuck this. I'm not going to get hurt. And then some people are like, dude, 
let's fucking just not give a crap, go into it and see how it turns out. And maybe at the end we'll feel good. Maybe we won't, but at least you did something, you know? Yeah. There's different types of pits for sure, right? Yeah. I hated fucking going to those stupid hardcore shows, fucking karate flipping. Everywhere. Yeah, those karate, those old school, dudes, the old school, like, karate the, kicks, the everywhere. old school like metalcore hardcore yeah. shows. Yeah, like the band started, it's just like everyone is yeah. like a fucking everyone's doing judo. Yeah, it's, like, it's like yeah, like, like, what the fuck? I like, can appreciate the energy, but it's like you know you're gonna eventually swing someone's fucking tooth out of their fucking head. Yeah, you know? and, then, and then, no, for me, it's like I I have respect for the people that do like the thing, and like they'll like when there's a. So like if it's a hardcore show and everybody's there for a hardcore show and they're doing like that dance, fine. But if yeah. like, yo, do, how are you gonna like? What 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 really gets to me is that when somebody gets hit in one of those pits and then they want to fight over it. Yeah, it's like one of the two of you had to know what was going on. Yeah, you, yeah. one of you guys at least yeah. had to know this yeah. was gonna happen. It's <laughs> a lot of egos in the pit. Yeah. That was that was Miami in the late '90s and early yeah. 2000s. That was the way it always was in Miami. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, so gotta really love Florida. Hey, there's, different, there's different Death kinds of pits sunset. for sure, though. There's different yeah. kinds of pits for sure. I'd rather yeah. go into a fucking circle pit where everybody's like pushing each other and shit, yeah, rather maybe. than being the fuck out of, out of each other. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I like, what? I like the newer, like. I like the kind of newer, like hardcore, like side to side stuff too. That's fun. Yeah, that that's cool. I like like when people pogo and like yeah. jump on top of each other in a lightweight. I like when know, people like... are actually dancing, you know, and like and yeah. everyone, everyone's just like yeah. that's the, when everybody's dancing and like that's the pit. The pit forms because people are feeling the music, not because people want to fucking beat the fuck out of each other. Yeah, exactly. It's the, like, I guess the the yeah. idea that we all have in our head is not so much like the 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 hardcore dancing, but like there's a very specific thing. Like you'll see videos of it too, where like people will go out of their way to like beat on people, yeah. or like, go out of their way to like kind of like you know yeah. reach over the first line of people who's willing to get hit and put a fist into the second line of people who are hiding from getting hit yeah and sometimes they drag people out without consent it's yeah. like you know sometimes that's cool sometimes it can be very like you know not i want to say traumatic but just like surprising <laughs> it's rough, it's rough, it's you rough. know it's rough yeah but you know like i just think the pitch should be like kinetic energy like we're all moving around each other and we'll you know we'll tap each other every now and then but we're not going to destroy yeah. each other you know like, mm-hmm. I feel like fucking shows and shit, like, yeah, people might use it for, like, pit, like, like to de-stress in ways where they might want to go f- pick a fight or some shit like that, but do it in the fucking parking lot. I feel like... <laughs> yeah, yeah don't like, pick fights yeah. in the pit either. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like... Yo, this is, not, this is not your arena, dude. Don't no. pick fights in the pit. Because yeah. yeah. one thing, it's like everybody's fucking already, like, kind of like Ujen, like, fucking fleeing away from, like, some violence, some bullshit, day at work or whatever the fuck yeah. I like, want to do is fucking, you know, fucking... Hey, you got this 33-year-old guy, like, yeah. fucking picking a fight with hey. some, like, 12 year old game. Small 12 year old, like little dude. And it's like, dude, come on, man. Like, pick a fight with someone your own size. Yo, that didn't get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, don't fucking, don't be that type of person. Yeah, just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Pit as hard as you want. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, you think about the new music that you all are working on or may already have completed. Talk about that for a minute. And what can we expect from the next recording from Headphone? I'm I'm really stoked on it. I always tell like one of the things I was telling the guys earlier or the other day was like, whenever I think of like the new songs, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite song. I'm like, oh no, but this is my favorite song. Like it feels like we're getting into a place where we're a lot more comfortable um, with the music that we're making, as far as like it kind of meeting our expectations for for the kind of music we want to hear. The last album felt that way. 
and then we kind of move past it. Now this time again, it's like, oh, now we're doing even newer stuff, and it feels. I think Louis like worded it the best way. It's like you referenced like Slayer, like with their albums. You were like, it, like he put it like it's like you know Slayer had Show No Mercy. And it was just kind of them making songs that they like, kind of being influenced by Venom, you know, Celtic Frost, all this extreme metal before them. And then when they got to Rain and Blood, that was like the defying slayer sound don't expect us to sound like raiding blood though please yeah, yeah we'll, no. never be, we'll never be yeah, that good yeah we're not we'll never good. be that good <laughs> but you know it still stands that like our sound yeah. has become d- more defined yeah, yeah for sure like we're still doing your, your your classic like you know tupa tupa hardcore punk but we're also kind of getting into our our more like metally kind of roots because we all started i think we all kind of primarily started with like metal being the thing that we like yeah. at least not cheesy metal yeah my all metal cheesy and with metal comes <laughs> longer songs so can we expect to have longer tracks with the new records oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. some yeah. of them some of them definitely get into like regular radio play length at least <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy because <laughs> like i remember like it, to go from like playing like a 15 minute set to like a 25 minute set i'm like wow i'm tired yeah i'm, like, <laughs> I'm ep it's too yeah, much yeah <laughs> And now we have almost like 45 minutes if, or, yeah, to if, an hour, like fucking material. I don't think, well, I don't want to. Not an hour, but no, 45, no I think no 45 for sure. I, we had to do it. We had to do a 45 minutes. We, the first time we ever did like a long set was like 45 minutes and it was for, um, for the black market Halloween show. And that was, that was like a fucking marathon, dude. I'm glad. I was, I'm glad <laughs> did did you all, did you all dress up for that show? Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> yeah. We all yeah. did costumes. I, I did. What was, your, what was your costumes? I, I did like the classic toilet paper mummy. I bought like a like a track suit and then wrapped it in toilet paper. <laughs> and that was really good. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I like Louis. Oh yeah, Louis was really good. Yeah. We didn't know what he was gonna do till he pulled up. <laughs> he pulls up fucking covered in blood with a freshly shaven head. Yeah. And he was doing like a Gigi Allen costume. Yeah. The only reason was because like I don't want to have clothes on because if it's 40 minutes set, I want to yeah. be in my underwear and yeah. underwear boots and a vest. That's G.G. Like, Allen. G.G. Yeah. Allen. And then, like, they had fake blood in the green room. And, like, please don't spill that anywhere. And that's the first thing I fucking do. Fucking it's fake pit. blood. What do you yeah, want, dude? Yeah, what happened yesterday? No, not the time. Nothing happened. Nah, we'll, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nah, yeah. I think the only thing that I did was just, I, I was the Mad Hatter. I was My a good one, version. too. Dude, I don't know how you didn't pass out. That was crazy. This one, this guy's on fucking. This guy's on stage playing for forty five minutes in a full jacket and top hat. No, I took it off at one point. I took my jacket off. He had a long sleeve shirt under. He threw it to the crowd. The girls went crazy. No, I didn't. No, no, no. He's lying. He's lying. The girls went crazy. He got like three bras from that night. Wow. Headphone is headphone is officially a panty dropper band. Yeah, yeah. This This must have happened in one of my blackouts. (laughs) Maybe that's why it was forty five minutes, right? (laughs) They were. It was just me stringing one note. No, <laughs> we're the Grateful Dead now, by the way. <laughs> Free acid. Free acid. Yeah. Free acid. Don't take the brown acid. Not take the brown acid. <laughs> when do you think the new record will be out for those who want to check it out to listen to it or even purchase? It will. It will January, be yeah, 13th. January thirteenth. January thirteenth. That is our. Soon. That is our goal. That is our yeah. day. Soon, it's done. We recorded it. Uh, got to look. Got to give it a little bit of TLC. Maybe find somewhere to distribute it physically because we'd like to have it physically before then. If not, it is what it is because it's yeah. hard to get things pressed nowadays. But yeah, we usually just self, you know, yeah. self production. We just like 
do it ourselves type it's shit. the it's the turnaround times and the money that that kind of halt us from doing a physical release on time man you know it's just hopefully a, we can make it happen because i'd like at least tapes yeah. it's just like three of us putting the money together and we're know, all broke as shit all the time yeah and you know we're trying to <laughs> we're all just trying to you know uh, put the album out you know pay we'll pay for the album to be recorded mastered and remixed tour definitely then, helped with making that possible no yeah problem. touring helped with that and so expect more of that eventually we do <laughs> we do want to get the new album on vinyl so that is the next plan for the album. Know, well, we want to press something we also sure. do have a show for um our album release yeah which it's is gonna on be the on same, that same day, day 13th yeah. we're booking we have what root television procto boy yeah root where's Tele- that where's that gonna be at the legion hall that you mentioned earlier yeah America. tampa no no no, 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 in uh, sorry, in in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, for Lauderdale, yeah. Hollywood. It's or like Hollywood, uh, yeah. American Legion. Oh yeah, yeah. Ninety two, post ninety two. It's a great Legion hall. The vets there are actually yeah. all super nice. Yeah, they're really cool. Usually they they usually they schedule karaoke night on the same day they do shows. Yeah. So it's like a great kind of like you step out from the show and into the bar. And you got yeah. a couple old guys singing like you know North Wind and Fire. Yeah. I'm always grab tempted. A beer. I'm always tempted to go fucking do karaoke. You should do it. You should do it. I want to. Karaoke's good. When you do karaoke, what song do you typically pick? Oh, dude, I think the next one that I want to do is uh, Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison. Oh, that's a good, that's a good shout. But I remember me and Red did one. <laughs> we did Mary Jane. Mary Jane by Rick James. Yeah. <laughs> that one was a great one. Trade off the mic on. Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> when you think about the upcoming shows for the new record and what have you. Are there any cover songs you plan on playing at some of those shows? Oh, or yeah, we got one. We have one. Yeah, we do have. Um, I turned into a Martian. Martian. Whoa. Yeah. We just we just played that yesterday. Yeah, we had a fun we had show. A show. The, yeah. And yeah, it was just fun playing that song. Like that has to be one of my favorite yeah, um, misfit songs aside from like 20 eyes. I mean, there's a bunch of them, like, but Teenagers from I just love like that <laughs> song okay. it has a great fucking, you know, like riff. It's a great, Maybe. super fun, just like head empty. Yeah. <laughs> I just love, I just love the vocals. It's like, fun to that do. Song. Playing Misfit songs is always fun. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, they're enjoyable songs to play. And they're short and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's into the vibe. Yeah. There you yep. go. Yeah. So you mentioned the re- the record release party will be in Fort Lauderdale. Any yeah. other itinerary you have planned for playing shows outside of that for that album? Um, that's really the only thing we have concretely. I yeah. Think. At the moment, we are trying to play in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, we we are, have a friend of ours trying to set it up for yeah. us. Um, we're just waiting. Trying on... to put together like a, maybe a weekender all the way up to New Orleans and back. Yeah. Nah, would that be the first time playing there yes yeah every yeah with the last two tours we did we went up and swung out midwest a little bit and then the one before that was just east and back down yeah um so this would be the first time we really kind of just hard turn out of my out of florida yeah where in the midwest did you play uh, we played in ohio <laughs> and that was cool because that like, was a cool dead show but amazing yeah, venue. so amazing. fun super was that the was, is that the bowling alley you yes, played? okay we slept there and it was really cool because um, yeah, before before they cl- before they punched out and left, one of the one of the fucking bartenders walks up and he's like, by the way, it's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah, dude. And it was pretty cool because like we got nice and drunk and we had pizza. So that's dude, they gave us pizza. That Oktoberfest. What is it? They gave us a whole bucket of like Oktoberfest beer in the middle of the summer. (laughs) It was great. It was awesome. It was amazing. They were so accommodating. I felt so bad because like nobody pulled up to that show, but like, 
They were so sweet. They were so good to us. You have yeah, a collection of band shirts. Yeah, every time every every band that plays there, they buy a T-shirt from them and put it on the wall as a sound baffle. Wow, yeah. I mean, wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah so nice. they, they took one of ours and they put him up there, and it was cool for both bands. Yeah, Voitech and Headphone. That was pretty cool. Are the, were those the only two Florida bands you recognize that were on the wall? Oh no, there was a yeah, couple. There was a couple, yeah. Uh, no Coffin for sure was on there. Oh yeah, no, I remember. They've them. been, dude. No Coffin is has been everywhere. No Coffin though. was at North Carolina. Too. I've that never. I don't think we played a single uh, a single venue where there wasn't a No Coffin yeah. sticker. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's that's, crazy. It's like we just took those their guys route are in insane. Way, yeah, they're put. They put in the work, dude. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> when you're touring and playing out to these places, what's one of your favorite? stops along the way that you just enjoy and you guys have the most fun bucky's oh well, yeah no fuck the shows bucky's yeah we love going to bucky we love going to bucky anywhere you can stop and get fucking beer that's the only fucking place you can stop yeah. and get beer the fucking walmart of gas stations i love Bucky's. it is what is it about bucky's you love so much besides the fact you can buy the beer brisket the brisket it's the brisket for oh, me the chicken sandwich yeah, dude. Was good yeah. oh yeah but dude we they, i just found out we had been to bucky's about four times now and i just found out that like there's the whole counter in the back that's the beef jerky and they just let you sample it for free all the time you oh, can just keep asking i didn't pieces. know that what and it's also some of the best beef jerky so good i'm yeah. not spot we're not sponsored by bucky's but god i wish we were yeah. i'm gonna come in with a different mustache like hello <laughs> it is i blew it and i'm thinking too there's only so many options you have like daytona st augustine in south carolina are there any other locations you stopped at besides those just the daytona one just the daytona, okay. just the daytona. Yeah. yeah yeah there's yeah ain't much yeah. yeah hopefully but, hopefully they'll be more soon i think they're been there yeah. building one out and uh i could be wrong but i heard they might be yeah, building one down in fort pierce Oh, oh cool. possibly. Don't quote me on that, but I thought I heard something about I'll, it. I'll take that drive. The more the merrier. Bro. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it's a lot closer, obviously, than uh, and, and yeah. Bucky's is for the people. Their starting pay is at like fifteen bucks, dude. That's pretty dope. Honestly. <laughs> but again, you know, no inflation would just always come around and yeah. say, "Hey, you're right back here," well, you know, or behind here. Yeah, right. the line. As far as like, like legit, like a legitimate answer, like Virginia is always. A banger. We played. Virginia the, was cool. The Crayola House is mm-hmm. a guy like Papa E. Yeah, that that man is the best. That guy's sick. They're like, so accommodating. It's so funny because like when you look at him, he looks like he's like fucking thirty years yeah, old. Yeah, he looks like this. He's like this and big he's early guy. He's like twenty. He's he just like 20. turned twenty one when yeah. we played there. Yeah, he's a and he's like kid. the coolest twenty year old. So I've ever sweet. Seen. He like he would just fucking get like what was it like gas and he would just start blowing fucking oh, he fire into blowing, the air. Yeah, he was doing like fire. Yeah. Like, that was like his thing. Like after shows, he would just blow fire for like amusement. Like yeah. it was super cool. Super yeah, no, yeah, it was the, a the sick Crayola place, house. Sure. I think they're, I think they might be losing the space or something. Now. Oh, that sucks. But it's been around for a long time and it's like changed hands like a million times. But like when we played there, always good, always fun. Yeah. yeah. What was like playing up in New York? New York was hit and miss. The first time we played, we got kind of boned because like the venue all of a sudden was like, oh, we don't have AC, so the show might not happen. And it wasn't until like an hour before the show that they said, yeah, that you can play. Um, and then like by that time, like two bands got like had canceled off the bill. So it was just Voitech, Headphone, and like one other guy. And, then- so, and like so none of the crowds for the other bands showed up. So that yeah. was like a real rough spot. It was a fun show and they treated us really nicely once they got in there. Yeah. I guess the I, second time though was great. The first time though with that New York show was like 
the band that was still trying to play like their singer just they were underage then they threw a fit about it and then they basically kicked them out of the venue yeah yeah, they were just like pissed. I don't, yeah, like, that's pissed, a, I don't yeah. throw anybody under the bus. Yeah, we're not going to. But, but yeah. It's, Did they it's, serve alcohol at that venue? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's yeah. purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. It was purgatory. Um, it's a cool spot, too. It, I like it, it is, a lot. Yeah. But um, they, they tend to double book, which I don't really like. Well, that's a New York shows. thing. They'll do like, uh, like they'll do, okay, the show has to end now so that we can do a show right there, right after. Yeah, I guess I guess it's not a bad concept, but the way it was just it's planned, starting to happen a lot more down here in Miami too. I don't dude. know. It's just the way it was planned it's out. Annoying. It's just annoying. wasn't. It didn't work out. So that's why I kind of just didn't. Enjoy yeah, it. but the second time we played in New York with our buddy Rich, uh, Rich Lens, Richard Lens, yeah. he uh, he booked us at a at a record shop of all places, and like super hole in the wall and like the middle. Like we have buddies that live in New York, and we call them, and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing down there? Like nobody goes down there." But then we play the show and like it had like they packed the room. There's videos. There's, There's videos. videos yeah, they, they packed they show. packed the room. It was a great show. The crowd had crazy energy. Like it was awesome. That was great. And our buddy Richard took like, again just took amazing care of us. Like yeah, so good, so sweet. Super he let us into his house. Let know. us crash on the floor. We made friends with his roommate. Yeah, super cool. There's amazing photographer that amazing, we met. Yeah, really, really good photographer. He was really cool. He knows everyone. Yeah. Of every- oh, he uh, it, uh, Cammy's friend as well. I know you had her on the show recently. Yeah, I had Cammy yeah. from the uh, Period of Bomb episode. So, yeah. have you all ever played a show with Period of Bomb? Yeah, a handful, a handful. Yeah, yeah. What's that always like? Wild. It's always rowdy. It's always rowdy. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Why do you why do you think that's the case? They're, they're, it's definitely a performative thing. They they yeah. do a lot, they they put on a show. It's 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 cool. No, you can it's either, really, it's always rowdy. Yeah, you you can either get like a full band doing some you know cool song, and then you just get Cammy screaming into the mic, warping her fucking yeah, sound. It's, it's 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 wild. You know shit like that. Does headphone usually follow up period bomb, or does period bomb play before headphone? Um, um I don't know. It's been a long time. We yeah, haven't really we haven't played with them in like years. I think it? since COVID. Like yeah. Tropical affairs. Yeah, right? we played at Center for some tropical affairs. I think we opened for them. Yeah. So maybe like they two years. They played first. They played first. Oh, and then we and then Glassbody went on last. Glassbody went. Glassbody. That's another good Glassbody. band. Oh, no. That's a great band. I have heard of Glassbody before. They are very very fun. Yeah. You ever get same a drummer? Or... or no, not same drummer. Uh, same. The guitarist is the drummer in Period Bomb now. Yeah. Oh. So as we kind of start to wrap things up, uh, you mentioned about the new album. Does it have a title yet? Yes, it does. Oh, I didn't know that. It what? is called. <laughs> it is called Egregi Duplicatus. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we did agree on that. I'm just kidding. I knew. Yeah. That. I knew that. I knew that. I did. I knew. It's uh, Latin for oh, um, <laughs> egregiously doubled. <laughs> yeah, more headphone. Yeah. No, it's gonna, it's gonna be called headphone two, electric headphone. boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Headphone, <laughs> headphone returns. The same but different. Head yeah. faster. The two head, two foamiest. Uh, two <laughs> two <laughs> foam for head. Two two. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and also any new merch that'll be available on the Absolutely. upcoming shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do we actually have, have a we merch, just, yeah, yeah we got some we got some new merch printed with our buddy uh with uh Rick Smith. Uh, from Prince Smith, yeah, um, and our from friend, our friend designed Lanier it. designed it. Lanier is the same guy. He almost, he does a lot of lot of art. Louis did the art for the first album. Yeah. Um, Lanier did art for our friend's band, Eternally Fucked, and they, he did like the shirts for them. Um, he's really really good. He's this guy like renders shit in an instant to mm-hmm. to a T. You tell him, hey, I want this this and that, and he'll do it. And you go, can I get this on it? He goes, yeah, and then it's done. <laughs> 
Yeah. You you mentioned the first record. I know that was uh, the artwork by Louis. Louis, do you do tattoos as well? Yeah. Yes, he does. That's his jam. Every now and then. Yeah, he's uh he may not he may not fucking he may not act like it, but yeah, this he's guy, a, he's a humble this guy, guy, this guy, this guy's humbled, man. Like this guy can fucking yeah. draw amazing. Like one of the greatest artists I've ever had the pleasure of seeing. Well, thank you. Is there a certain shop in South Florida that you work out of? No, I work out of no. <laughs> my house. No. house. He does it. He does no, it himself. No. Scratch gotcha. Scratchers pub, pub, baby. Pub. Yep. Fuck yeah. <laughs> nice. Represent. Very cool. <laughs> So that's exciting. Looking forward to hearing the the new record and the release party again will be in Fort Lauderdale at the American Legion Halls. All right. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Awesome. So as we kind of get ready to close things out, I'd like to kind of give you the last word. Any final last comments you want to share to supporters and fans of Headphone? Uh, Just. Hope you give the new album a listen. Yeah, please. Please, we need <laughs> please. it. You know? <laughs> please, it's so and, good. Trust me. And yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's different. It's uh, we put a lot of time into it, and it's got a lot of love. It's definitely a lot of different stuff from yeah. what we're used to, like what what um what we're used to hearing. I think uh, just please give it a chance. It's not it's not your typical hardcore record. I don't think. It's not your typical metal record either, so it's like and like we said, it's uh, it's something we defined ourselves. So we just hope everyone we likes all, it. We and made it, it for us first and foremost. Yeah, and if they don't, you know, we we enjoyed <laughs> making it, and that's all that really matters. Yeah. Also, three hundred five till I die, baby, rock and roll forever. Yeah. Three hundred five till I die. <laughs>